rocking and rolling. We're going to ask a few questions, get to know Chloe, see what's going on with her music, and really have a good time with it. You know what I mean? How's your day been? Decent. Uh, I'd, I'd put it at decent. Nothing My wrong with a good... My cat's been a little annoying today, but that's oh, how she usually is. You have a cat? What's your you cat want to see her? Hey, oh my gosh, yeah. Are you Her kidding? name is Ghost. Hold on. Let me sit down the mic. <laughs> this is in the, we'll get the editing, the, the, oh, waiting for cat, you know? <laughs> oh. Her name is Ghost. Do you want to say hi, Ghost? Hi, Ghost. Huh? We got a sniff there. That's pretty awesome. Uh, she, she's not very talkative. <laughs> that's okay happens to the best of us <laughs> well that's awesome we go. Heck, I, first cat in an interview for the record so we got the box first? gloves exclusive <laughs> oh hell yeah hell yeah so what type of music you make box gloves i'd put it under pop punk but i think it can be described like by a lot of genres like oh geez i've written metalcore indie pop all that's sorts a, of stuff. No, that's awesome. I have um, like four albums planned out and they're all different genres. <laughs> I, actually, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that actually explains a lot. I was reading in your bio on Spotify uh, how you take My Chemical Romance, Cave Town, and Youngblood, you named specifically as a three. Mm -hmm. uh, would you like to talk about any of the three at all as far as an influence would go? Well... With MCR, my my dad actually introduced me to MCR when I was like two years old. Oh. So I've I've been hearing them in the background or I listen to them for basically my entire life. And I've been incredibly inspired by them. And then with Youngblood, he's like, he's like, he's like um he stands for everything that I want to stand for in that sort of way. Absolutely. In like the sort of like advocating on behalf of like those who are like me, whether that be people my age or whether that be LGBT people, that kind of thing. And then Cave Town, I just, I just fucking like his music. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I hear that. Uh, just out on a side tangent, but uh, shout out My Chemical Romance coming back. That's, that's like really nice. Yeah. I have tickets I, to see them later this year. I'm so fucking excited. I wanted tickets so bad. That's crazy. My All dad right. got in line for them or like in like the virtual line for them like the second the countdown happened and he managed to be one of the first people to get like uh seattle tickets or might have been tacoma i don't remember it was somewhere over here one of the two i yeah. i was living in portland a while those are usually the big ones out there i hear that oh yeah well absolutely no that's uh the i definitely hear that with all three of those as well like um i specifically i do hear the mcr that's kind of why i brought them up um, when it comes to your own music, uh, what are some of the things you look for when you're trying to write a song? Um, God, what, what do I look for? I've never <laughs> thought of that. It's okay. Um, I try and look for to a degree relatability. I try not to make it too cliche, even though I fail sometimes, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, sometimes you need a good cliche. Always. Sometimes a cliche works. <laughs> Uh, I look for something that will make someone feel something, like feel something strong. I want someone someone to have a strong emotional reaction to what I make. Absolutely. Yeah, no, so I hear that. Like pisses them off or makes them cry. I don't, I just, I just want them <laughs> to feel something, you know? You want to evoke emotion, as oh, they yeah. say. I, hey, nothing wrong with that. 
Uh, excuse me. Ooh, that was an awkward burp. <laughs> Ooh. Um, no, that's really cool. Uh, I definitely hear a lot of that in your music as well, too. Like, uh, um, it with Mother of Wolves specifically, um, I, I really like that. I actually ended up putting that on my uh, girlfriend's playlist because I, I thought she would love that song, right? Nice. So, like, stylistically, um, I can I see what you're doing with a lot of like that. You, you mentioned a pop punk vibe at the beginning, and I would yeah. say that one really does fit into that uh, well. Um, when it comes to that, uh, do you produce your own music or uh, do you have someone help you with it? Every now and again, I'll get help for like one thing in particular, but like Mother of Wolves and everything that's there on Spotify, uh, I've produced and recorded and mixed myself too, like mixed and mastered it, everything. That's amazing. Um, the only thing I didn't do for uh, Silver Moon was my dad recorded the electric guitars. Ah. Uh, other other than that, and Andy helped me like write like the uh, riff that we used that turned in to Mother of Wolves. But other than that, it's it's all me. That's cool. No, uh, it sounds like your dad has an influence on your music as well. Oh yeah, that's awesome. He's in his own band too. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah. What's the name of it, if you don't mind? December in Red, and they're a metalcore band from Western Washington. That's cool. December in oh. Red. I'll give them a look as well. No, that's awesome. Uh, I see that guitar behind you. How long have you been playing guitar? Um, I've played on my dad's guitar since like I was old enough to know what it was, but I didn't start like properly learning until I got I got this one right here at fourteen. That's awesome. And for reference, I turned nineteen in like a week. Oh, hey, that's also awesome. Happy uh, <laughs> almost birthday. Yeah, I'm really well, absolutely. No, I love it. Um. Oh, actually, I have a cool question. So, yeah. uh, with uh, so you, we've mentioned a few times you're in Western Washington. Uh, are you in Seattle? Not like in in Seattle, but like I could drive there in like an hour. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Especially with how that area is laid out, I know exactly what you mean. It, it's what like people not from Washington would just call Seattle. Yeah, uh, I'm from Minneapolis in the same way. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, yeah. So when it comes to that, I know Minneapolis has shaped a lot of where my sound comes from, just as far as like people I knew and like growing up there. How has Seattle done the same thing for you? I'm I'm not entirely sure that it's all that shaped by Seattle. I think that's okay. Um, the weather has shaped a lot of the emotions that go into songs, maybe. But. Valid. Oh, I, I definitely think I've been influenced by like a lot of like the bands that are from here. Like you got Nirvana mm -hmm. as like one of the big ones and like the kind of like grunge punk scene that has to do with Seattle that's kind of influenced me. But other than that, a lot of my influence happened over the internet through all the pop punk bands that I listened to growing up. Absolutely. That's a great answer, honestly. Uh, something that just as like a side observation I've noticed in a lot of these interviews is how that's becoming really true for a lot of people and I think that's cool you know what I mean like it really shows yeah. the shift in like just how possible music is for us nowadays you know yeah all you got to do is download some software and the next thing you know you can be next greatest hit literally speaking of let's say you met someone who was just starting music like right now today what would be the first piece of advice you'd give them to, in what they're pursuing record every single idea that you have because you might lose it later and no mix is too shitty to be put out 
Valid. Um, I feel like I got something else. Um, Those are both really good pieces of advice. <laughs> actually ones. release something once in a while. That's that's the other one yep. that I need to get better at. <laughs> I hear that. Me too. Oh, yeah. Oh, but that's okay. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, the, Yeah, solid tips, honestly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Da, 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 da. Sorry, I, I usually come with more written down questions, but... I forgot to in this case, just because I unfortunately had to write this quickly. Well, I could have waited like an extra 10 minutes if you needed. You're okay. You have an inspiration playlist. I'm looking at real quick. Oh, hey, Three Days Grace is on here too. That's really cool. Absolutely. Have anything about that, if you don't mind? About specifically Three Days Grace? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm not like the biggest fan of them like like i like them but i've I've never been like that deep into them yeah that's fair but like I... the um kind of swinginess of that song and like the the emotional intensity is mm-hmm. kind of where i drew inspiration from when recording the vocals absolutely i definitely say the two bigger influences on that playlist are killer in the mirror by set it off and dancing with the wolf by all time low Oh, both of those are so good. Oh, I yeah. actually just saw All Time Low in concert. It, it was now a couple of years ago, but they were so good. I want to go see them at some point. Eventually. Yeah, I highly recommend it. Okay, so I have something because uh, we're both artists who do our songs from the ground up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the writing, the production, uh, something we both have in common. When it comes to your process in that right is it always the same process when you're getting down to write a song or is it something that changes kind of as you're rolling with it there's some kind of staples to my process but there's it's never like the exact same like especially if I know what's already going into the song like if I if I know what it's going to sound like from day one then that obviously makes it a lot more kind of streamlined but like a lot of the time what I'll do is I'll record like a scratch guitar track into an empty project and then I'll just kind of play with it until I have like a skeleton of a song and then I'll let it sit on the shelf for a couple months and then I'll come back to it. Yeah, no, Usually I hear that. It works. Absolutely. Mother um, Wolf, the production for that one started in 2020. So <laughs> November I, 2020. Man, that's that's like a, a while out. I hear that though. Sometimes oh, yeah. songs do that, you know, where they just like they stick for they way right too long. Time. Yeah, they're like you'll be like, "Oh, hey, I forgot I had this. Like, I should actually do this." I think that's... I didn't finish the recording until like like last April, I think. Wow, that's incredible though. Like, it's cool that it you know it got worked on over that time in a way. Yeah, I had to let it kind of sit and simmer for me to figure out where I wanted to go with it. Absolutely. So in comparison to your songs, let me just make sure I have the song titles right before I ask this for editing purposes. <laughs> um, compared to your songs, Mother of Wolves and Silver Moon, right? Where would you say your new song, July, sits with them? Or do you, is it something completely different? Um, well, there's similarities. It's, it's going to be on the same album as Mother of Wolves. So there's, there's that similarity already. Cool. Um, but in terms of like the lightheartedness, it's, 
as lighthearted, if not more lighthearted, than Silver Moon hmm. with a similar production style to Mother of Wolves, but like a lot more acoustic. Like there's a lot Ooh. of acoustic guitars, lots of ukuleles. Uh, there's a motherfucking glockenspiel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, nothing wrong with the glockenspiel, let me tell you. <laughs> oh, there's a there's a vibra-slap. You know what a vibra-slap is. Right? Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, there's a vibra slap in there too. Do you have but one? It's, it's, uh, no, I had a, I had like a VST thing. For I was going to say, that would be yeah. nuts. <laughs> Maybe I'll get a vibra slap and then use it only to play the song live. Just I make a lot of like uh, music for horror stuff. I would love to have one to jump scare people with. It would be the worst. <laughs> oh, it would, it would catch them so off guard because they'd be expecting a way different sound, but then they just hear boing, boing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's and then so they're funny. underwhelmed. They're scared in the moment, then they're underwhelmed, and it'd be really funny. <laughs> no, that's really cool, though. Um, that What is that album called? If that's public info, if it's not, I got you. <laughs> it is. I, I posted the album cover for it. It's called Hour of Violet. Hour of Violet? Ooh, uh, that, can, that can be either Sunrise or Sunset. It's up for your interpretation. There's, oh. um, well, there is a song called After Sunrise, but it could be Sunsets, too, because I mentioned night. Like, there's lots of theming about sunrises sunsets um and it's all to symbolize like new beginnings in life and like holding on to the past or moving forward to the future absolutely and there's lots of flower and there's lots of flower imagery and like bright summer imagery and then contrast with uh like snow and cold imagery which corresponds with some fire and ice imagery in there too like uh mother of wolves there's a line my petals are cold uh that's funny. I actually did pick up on that one specifically. I was wondering about that. Yeah. That's crazy. There's huh. a, a song on there where, um, what what's the lyrics? I'm supposed to be blossoming, but nothing's happening. I'm supposed to be flourishing, but this flower's dying or whatever it says. I'd have to look at my lyrics again. I feel it. <laughs> no, it, it, it sounds really well thought out, if that's like a, a fair observation. You know what I mean? I think it was it was largely unintentional. And then along the line, I, I noticed that theming as I st- as I was putting it together, and huh. then I I kind of purposely did it from there. I see that yeah. actually that's kind of that's even cooler in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I totally it was completely accidental. I mean, nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Sometimes the greatest ideas are born from accidents. So there's another thing that I noticed, and that's that I I unintentionally use a lot of fire imagery because huh. i don't know why i just like fl- like like fire there's a song on the album called flamethrower hey so <laughs> hell yeah uh and it's it's straight up the most like um there's like a, a guitar solo that does one of like the boomer bends in it oh do you want me to okay. play the guitar solo do, do you i mean shoot if you're going yeah like I may as well i'm not gonna say no are you kidding me <laughs> like here Let's see I'm interested. I, I I immediately hear what you're going for with it. I like the fact you could you could just pick it up and do it. You know what I mean? Like impressive. It you know what I mean? Like yeah. super cool. One of the few songs I started with just a riff. A lot of the time I'll start with a chord progression. I'm actually in the same situation right now with this song I'm working on. That's funny you bring that up. Interesting. 
yeah. Do you have any other projects you're working on in the side? You kind of you did mention a bunch of other stuff, but you know what I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, like in the way distance. But you have anything specific coming up as well, just in case you wanted to mention it. So I am producing for other artists too. Oh, incredible! There's, um, there's my friend Asher, and his album that we're working on called Alter Ego, which cool. is very much it's like a a concept album. Uh, kind of rock opera type MCR thing like think welcome to the black parade with like the level of like darkness that's in it yeah that same like queen level of like thematics you know absolutely yeah so like and I'm working on an hmm. EP for Al which is spelled capital A capital L two exclamation marks I think I know them actually you might their song uh, BPD that I helped produce blew up a little bit that's possibly it. I think I saw it through like a distro kid thing or something. You might have. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's, the, I mean, those are, that sounds great. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other than that, I have, um, I have uh, two more albums written. Holy crud. And I have an EP written. So there's all that in the future. For genres, this, this first album, Hour of Violet, I'd, I'd consider it like, bordering the line between pop punk and indie like if if all time low produced cave town songs that's the best way to put it that's a really cool way huh that would be interesting you know what i mean yeah and then my my next one um is more on like the indie pop conan gray side okay and then my next one after that is fucking metalcore but add trap drums actually that one i can I, out of the three, I can picture that one the most, but like in, in a good way. I hear that. Abs- that sounds cool. Oh, yeah. It's, it's awesome. like it's like pop punk metalcore. Like my dad has a seven string guitar uh, that he has tuned into drop A. And mm. I just use that just to rip some fucking low ass chords. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's no, that's so all. Fun. God, it sounds like you have like such a good grasp on the variety you can provide. You know what I mean? Like that's really Sometimes cool. Sometimes I'm worried that they like like it's too much variety. I know it's not, and I'm I'm gonna do it anyway because I don't really give a shit. Yep. But like, still, it's I I worry like maybe it'll it'll lose some fans, but then I'll gain some new ones, but then I'll lose some other ones. I hear that. Yeah. You know, uh, it was actually in one of these interviews I heard a good piece of advice. It was from someone named Architect the Dreamer. Highly recommend the interview. But we were talking about the same thing, and he made the very good point that you got to do what you can do, and then just throw it at the wall and see what sticks. You know what I mean? That's and fair, so like honestly. I think you're doing the right thing. You know what I mean? Because eventually something's gonna stick, and then you can either keep doing that or just keep doing what you're doing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Architects, well, a I'm, smart I'm pro- person. I'm, I feel like I'm gonna end up somewhere on the pop punk metalcore spectrum eventually. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that either. That is a genre right on the up right now again. Oh, yeah. Which is wonderful. Like one of my biggest metalcore influences. Uh, I have three. I have Pierce the Veil, Sleeping with Sirens, and then Wage War. All if you... <laughs> three great picks right oh, up yeah. back to back to back too. Before this interview, I was listening to Low by Wage War. Oh, I need to learn how to play it. I don't think I will ever be able to, but I, I can learn. <laughs> I've got wide there. I, I believe you can do anything. <laughs> but I, I like to, I'd like to say the same, 
but I am not going to say the same because I, I don't know if I'm that good at guitar yet. No, it, it, I didn't say right now. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely not right now. Uh, I could, you never know when it's going to hit. You're, you're going to be sitting there one day and just get it all the way done. You're going to be like, oh my God, I did that. <laughs> Whoa. I, I wrote one metalcore riff and even that's a little too much and it's still kind of basic. Absolutely. I can whip out the seven string if you want me to. You have a seven string guitar? I do. No way. You're okay. You're winning. Well, do you want over. proof? Yeah, no, of course I do. <laughs> Again, like I'm never going to say no. Huh. There we go. Seven strings. Heck Make yeah. Sure you count them. I don't even know what that, like, <laughs> my brain, like? I'm, well, no, <laughs> my brain just knows six string guitar. So like, I don't even, what note is the seventh string? Like, it's the one below the E, but it's an, it's an A. Oh, it's just a lower, like, so it just does the same thing, but like a lower octave. Yeah. That's so, really so cool. You have, so you have it, it's in standard, but then there's a low A on the bottom. That's, that's, that's all there is crazy to, to me. I you have blown my mind today. I didn't even know that existed. That's so cool. You, you probably have a lot of like really crazy stuff planned with these instruments, huh? You better believe it. <laughs> Always. Well, absolutely. I'm gonna set this one down. Yeah, I got you. I gotta be careful because it's my dad's. Of course. He has you like wrap if if you're gonna put it back in the case, he's like wrap a sock around the neck to reduce it from possibly getting any damage. Yep. Put a microfiber cloth in there too. Nothing wrong with keeping your instruments preserved, you know? Yeah. I mean, my guitar is literally just leaning against the wall over here. So <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh I'm trying to think of if there's any other like nagging questions but if not hmm i do have one last question i think okay this is the big one and you can take your time on it if you want okay so so when it comes to music right mm -hmm. what would you say music does for you i might not need as much time on that as you think i would that's okay it it um to a degree offers an escape, but I, music to me is such like a, it's like a soundtrack for my life kind of thing where like, if I listen to something, it will paint how my life goes in a way. Like, um, the music always I, I literally have, I have, I have a playlist called late nights. That's exactly what it sounds like it's for. <laughs> of course. And then I have, uh, like I have, I have very specific mooded playlists, but like, if I just happen to listen to something, it will, it will color how I feel and it'll color how I act to a degree. Absolutely. No, I know exactly what you mean. And it just, it fulfills uh, an emotional void that would be there if music wasn't. And it, it fulfills something uh, in me that I f feel like I was meant to do from day one i hear that that's incredible you know what i mean yeah and 
I think that's a perfect note to wrap up on, if I'm being honest. Like, absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this has been a wonderful time, Fox Gloves. I'm very happy I've been given the wonderful chance to interview you and let everyone know the story, the message, what's going on. Is there any final thing you want to tell the people out there? Um, listen to Boy in a Bubble by Fruit Snack Mafia. That song is underappreciated. Did, did you just say that? <laughs> yes, yes, I fucking did. I hope this isn't peaking my microphone. That is, that is. Oh, it isn't. <laughs> you tell him that song is so good. Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck it. I can't. Out of all listen the things, to anything is, Matt makes, Matt is a G. You know, literally. That that is crazy. You said that. I out of everything you could have said, I did not see that coming. That's awesome. Me and Matt are like really close friends too, so it's like absolutely. That's awesome. Well, from everyone at Ascendance, we thank you. My name is Rat King, and this is Fox Gloves. And this has been an interview with the Ascendance podcast team. We'll talk to y'all later.